Hey guys, it's Simi and this is Wrestling Unlimited as we are here on the, what's today, the 21st of February 2021 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Monday Night Raw. And I'm going to be a little honest with you guys. I didn't think this was a bad episode of Raw, but I really didn't think in the grander scheme of things, this was really that important of an episode of Raw. Like... We got some things to build towards WrestleMania, yes. And towards big matches, yes. Like the tag team title match coming up and so forth. But in the bigger picture, I thought this was just a alright episode of Raw. I thought this was just there. Like again, there was some things that were noteworthy on the show. But at the same time, those noteworthy things were not super noteworthy. Like Edge, where he goes, Oh, I want to face someone at WrestleMania. I want to be phenomenal. At WrestleMania, and you know, winks and stuff at the camera. And it's like, <clears throat> okay. And, and Chase Douglas corrects me. I said 2021 is 2022. Hey, we all make mistakes. But regardless, it was just like, eh. Why didn't they actually set up that Edge versus AJ Styles match tonight? How long are they going to drag this out until it's actually AJ? Or until someone actually comes and takes the call? And then... I mean, yeah, we got Finn versus Damian Priest next week. We'll talk all about it. But it's like, eh, this show was all right. I wouldn't call it bad, but I wouldn't call it really good. I would call it, I guess you could say, average to all right. So, yeah. <laughs> Joey, you're way off. You're way off. It's AJ Styles. He didn't say phenomenal. Pause. And a wink at the camera for it not to be AJ Styles. It's been AJ for a while. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching live, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out here on Twitch by hitting that donate button down below. Or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe just like Rosario9248 recently did with a tier one subscription. Or if you say, I ain't got the real money to do that. But at the same time, I'm paying Jeff Bezos for Amazon Prime. Well, there you go. If you have Amazon Prime, take that Amazon Prime account. You link it to your Twitch account. Bada bing, bada boom. You got Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a number of cool things like free games. I think there's like eight right now. And they're going to roll over and become... Different games next month or next week. You get free stuff for games like Grand Theft Auto Online, Valorant, uh, Madden, All Guys, New World, and so much more. And you also get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it if you subscribed right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side... If you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a super chat or a super sticker donation. And my light just turned off on me for some reason. There we go. <clears throat> and, I, and I do want to say thank you to, I'm probably going to butcher the name, Jose. I don't know what we're going to say Jose. I don't know. J O S U E Herrera. It's excellent videos. Keep up the good work. Really appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat. Remember, that's the best way to get your question, comment, or concern. Red live on the air. All super chats do get red live on the air. 
with that, remember, you can hit that join button down below to also become a channel member. As a channel member, you can get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos. You can get in on our Q&As and so much more. Plus, you can get all of that by heading over to patreon.com forward slash Unlimited. More directly support us there. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy a game, get some V-Bucks, do something in Rocket League. But whenever you do any of that, claim the free game. I want you to click, put in code PWUNLIMITED. It'll ask you before checkout, do you have a creator code? What creator are you supporting? And you do PWUNLIMITED. Whether you're getting that brand new Rainbow Six Extraction, Sifu, you're going back and playing Guardians of the Galaxy, Grand Theft Auto Five, and more, you're going to need put this code in right here when you're purchasing one of those games or if you're playing Fortnite or Rocket League on your PlayStation, your Xbox or your Nintendo Switch, you can do the same over there as well. But with that, yeah, Monday Night Raw to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do that. The show opens up and Brock Lesnar makes his way out to the ring. Lesnar seemed in a very good mood and received a great reaction, great reaction from the crowd. He was wearing his thick sweater, but admitted, it's hot in here. I'm sweating. Take it off. Took off the sweater, hung it over on the turnbuckle, this and that. And he starts talking when Paul Heyman comes out. But even before that, the crowd's going, suplex city, suplex city. And he takes the jacket off or whatever. And he then goes, wait, what, what were you guys saying again? And they start chanting again, suplex city, suplex city. And so, finally, he goes, gets ready to start talking, and out comes Paul Heyman. Give me one second, guys. I'm getting a message here that I might need to look at. Okay, never mind. It's nothing. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's nothing. Okay. And so, Paul Heyman comes out, and Lesnar warns him, hey, 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 stay up there on the stage. You don't want to come down here. Heyman then called himself special counsel for the only real-world champion in WWE, Roman Reigns. He referred to WrestleMania as, quote, winner take all, but warned Lesnar that he may not even make it to WrestleMania as a champion. He says that when I was your advocate, I used to make sure you had everything. You knew everything, where you were supposed to do and where you were supposed to go. And he says, and well, I'll let you know right now, you're going to defend your title Saturday, May 5th in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> and Brock goes, Paul, I know that. I know what I'm supposed to be doing when and where. And he goes, yeah, but do you know your opponent? Your opponent, Bobby Lashley, if he can get cleared out of WWE's concussion protocol, which it's not going to be Bobby Lashley. Lashley needs shoulder surgery and expected to be out of action for four months. So it's not, and I repeat, not going to be Bobby Lashley. Lesnar said that he's doing just fine without Heyman. We'll see who it actually is when it comes to Madison Square Garden. But he wants to let Paul know, I know where you're going to be Friday. You're going to be at SmackDown with me because I'm going to be there too. Heyman then at one point said that if Bobby Lashley can't make it to Madison Square Garden, I will myself make sure that you have a Madison Square Garden worthy opponent on May 5th. Basically, this all just was... Them to say, hey, if you're going to the MSG show, Brock's going to defend the title. Oh, hey, Friday on SmackDown, Brock's going to be there. 
I don't like the whole build up this big title match for only a small select few to be able to see. This is only going to be people live in attendance. I don't think there has been talks of airing it on Peacock, but I think those kind of dwindled out over the last week or two. But earlier, like in January, end of January, there were talks of maybe airing that as like the quote, what, how would I say it? March premium live event or extra special on the network. Which they did before in 2016 with the Roadblock show in Toronto where um, Triple H defended against uh, the former Dean Ambrose. From the back, Kevin Patrick approached Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. And do you guys remember... I want to say this was in late Jan- uh, late December, early January, when I said that WWE was looking to put Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins together as an actual tag team and do tag team things with them, and no one thought that my report was correct. Look at what we got tonight. Look at what we got tonight. These two are going to fight for the tag titles in two weeks. Just saying. Not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but hey, I reported that. They're actually going to get an opportunity, a big opportunity as an actual tag team. But regardless, no, never mind. I don't need to look that up. Um, Owens reminded Kevin Patrick that they beat RK-Bro two weeks ago and Rollins beat Randy Orton last week. When they beat RK-Bro again tonight, they'll be added to the tag team title match in two weeks. And here's the interesting thing about them saying in two weeks, because last week on, on Raw, they said, Got a tag team title match in two weeks. That was two weeks from last week. So really it's two weeks from this week. So it was three weeks from last week, I guess. Um, they would then state that they're going to win the tag titles and they're going to go into WrestleMania as the tag team champions and maybe they'll even go over SmackDown and challenge the Usos for their titles as well. Rollins laughed and Owen said Mania would be stupendous because of them. And then he said, yeah, but even at that, we have to wrestle in a hellhole called Dallas, Texas. So they're still building up that he hates Texas. Speaking of the tag team champions, they are in action tonight as they took on the Street Profits in a nine-minute match that really not much happened in. Street Profits got plenty of offense in early. Montez Ford, towards the end, or actually at the end, tried to, I guess, scoop slam or follow away. You know, I doubt it was going to be a follow slam, but he, he picked up Otis and he was walking around with him like this. Like in a world's greatest, uh, world's strongest slam position. And then he lost his balance. Otis fell on him. Gable grabbed his foot to hold him down. Ref didn't see it. One, two, three. There we go. Raw Tag Team Champions pick up the victory. From the back, Kevin Patrick interviews Tommaso Ciampa. <clears throat> Ciampa said that, you know, he's got to face Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Well, uh, he needs a partner. And there's no better partner for him to fight with than Finn Balor. Balor recalled their past battles in NXT and said that he would be happy to fight by his side tonight. And this was a really good match. I thought that these two teams really worked together well in a 9-minute and 20-second match. <clears throat> so it was back and forth and back and forth early on until Finn finally hits a dive right before commercial break. The heels were in control when we came back from said break, though. Trumpa at one point, <clears throat> excuse me, made the hot tag to Balor, who ran wild until Rude cut him off the spine buster. 
Champa finally tags in and caught Rude with a knee strike before rolling him up for the pinfall. He couldn't even hit the fairy tale ending. Like he tried to go for it at one point and it was reversed, but he couldn't even go for his move. They wouldn't even let Champa do his freaking move. And they said this was Champa's first match on Raw. I don't believe that to be right, but let's look it up. Tommaso Champa. I'm pretty sure him and Gargano teamed as a, a, you know, on Raw. Could be wrong there. But let's go back and check really. If you, boot right here. I'm looking right at it. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa defeated the Revival on February 18th, 2019. Lafayette, Louisiana on Monday Night Raw. Then that next night at a SmackDown taping, they beat The Bar. And then the following week, he had a singles match on SmackDown. Against who? Oh, The Miz. So this was not the first time Ciampa has wrestled on Monday Night Raw. They said it was, but they are wrong. Uh, Corey Graves at the end of this match called it an upset that Ciampa pinned Rude. And I go, really? Really? Okay. Uh, Magma Lord, I know that I just said it. Plus, that's not what we were talking about. We weren't talking about SmackDown. He said it was the first time they wrestled on Raw. And it wasn't the first time he wrestled on Raw. So, yeah. Going forward, we had Miz TV as we kicked off the second hour of the show. Miz insulted the fans by complaining about Ray and Dominic Mysterio. He claimed that the fans needed Ray to succeed because it made them feel better about themselves. Little old Rey Mysterio, as he stated. Miz said that he done with all the, the handicap here. All the, what, what did he say? Being outnumbered, he's got himself somebody. He's got himself a friend, an A-lister, someone from a fighting family, somebody that he would call dashing. Eh, eh, eh? You like it? You like it? You like it? And then out comes Rain Dom. The Miz claims that Dominic was only here because of his father, and Ray and Dominic says, well, yeah. I've been sitting front row since I was like seven years old, being brought up on TV, but I have fought to prove why I need to be here, why I deserve to be here. <clears throat> Miz says that he wasn't worried and proposed that the Mysterios face him and his partner at WrestleMania. Miz then brings out said partner, Logan Paul. Logan Paul makes his way down to the ring and basically calls Rey Mysterio a legend. Also said that he had pool toys larger than Rey. Dominic goes, wait, 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 this jackass is your partner. Yeah, we accept. As he says that, he, uh, he gets attacked by Miz. Rey gets attacked by Paul. They get laid out. Miz then gave Rey a skull-crushing finale and Paul gave uh, kind of skull-crushing finale to Dom. So it's official. It's official. The Miz and Logan Paul against Ray and Dominic Mysterio at WrestleMania. Ooh. I don't know about that one. That's going to be an interesting one. Uh, after that school question finale, I'm like, he needs work. He needs work. Um... 
It's a good question, Gabriel. I think it might actually be Dominic's first WrestleMania match because, hear me out, 2020, he debuted. That was at SummerSlam, so he didn't wrestle at 2020 WrestleMania. Last year, he didn't wrestle at WrestleMania. So yeah, this might be Dominic's first WrestleMania match. First actual, let me let me just WrestleMania 37. Because they did the SmackDown tag team title match on SmackDown last year. So let's see, let me see, let me see. Boom, 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 SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Dominic Mysterio, SmackDown. Yes, this will be Dominic's first match at WrestleMania. I'm going to tweet that out really fast. I didn't think about it, though. But yes, it is. Huh. <clears throat> when Dominic... Mysterio teams with his dad at hashtag WrestleMania against the Miz and Logan Paul. This will actually be Dominic's first. WrestleMania match debuted in the summer of 2020 and it did not wrestle on the show last year. Huh, I didn't think about that, but yeah, interesting. Are we very interesting to think about? Oh, also, uh, huh. Okay. But as we get back to this, in the back, Kevin Patrick interviewed the Alpha Academy. Gable called tonight's main event disgusting. Gable said that at least RK Bro earned their opportunity. Now, Owens and Rollins just complained and got an opportunity. Gable mentioned that their odds for retaining would decrease if Owens and Rollins get into this match. Instead of it being 50-50, it'll be 33.3333 repeating, you know what I mean. We then got another video package that told us Veer Mahan is coming. Well, Veer may not be coming to Monday Night Raw, but he was at the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, training camp recently, spring training. We then got a match that made no sense at all. It was two and a half minutes. It was Rhea Ripley versus Nikki A.S.H. There's nothing to say other than Rhea won with a riptide. Why did this match need to happen? Rhea's pinned her in a six-man or six-woman tag. Rhea's pinned her in the gauntlet match. Rhea pinned her in the chamber. Why did we need this match again? What are you building Rhea up for where you just... Okay, even if you're saying, oh, we're building Rhea up with a bunch of wins against the same person, so it doesn't really matter. We know she can beat that person.
announcer spoke about Lashley and said it's unlikely that he gets cleared in time for uh, for the Madison Square Garden show to fa- to face Brock for the title, which is actually a week from this Saturday. We then got the whole four and a half, five minute Undertaker Hall of Fame video. Then they went to break, letting us know that next up, U.S. title will be on the line. Damian Priest. Well, I think the U.S. title is on the line because they didn't at first say it was a title match, but then. After the match, when Mike Rome announced Priest as the winner, he said, and still United States champion, Damian Priest. So I'm like, okay, I guess this was a title match. But Shelton came out with his own music, but still had the Hurt Business colors and graphics. This match itself went about three minutes, 15 seconds or so. Benjamin distracted the referees. Alexander hit Priest with a running kick. Benjamin followed with an angle slam for a two. Priest fought back and received a, a smart, uh, like a barrage of boos. Because, you know, Benjamin's from South Carolina, so they're in South Carolina. They treat him as the babyface, even though he's not. Benjamin hits the pay dirt. Priest kicks out. Priest hits the, the reckoning, gets the victory. So after the match, Damian Priest said, hey, I give John Benjamin all the credit for fighting me like a man, giving me a great, you know, match here tonight, but I'm ready for bigger and better competition. So I've already beat plenty of people Benjamin's caliber. Now it's WrestleMania season. Now I'm my next challenger to be world champion caliber. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. He's like, and next week I will defend my title against this world championship caliber opponent. I go next week. What are you going to do at WrestleMania? And then out comes Finn Balor, the first ever WWE universal champion. And it's funny because Corey Graves is like the only one that ever brings that up. He loves to bring that up. It's Finn Balor, the first ever universal champion. Finn comes out and says, you want somebody world championship material? Look no further than me. I accept. Damian Priest gets a smile on his face. Go forward. So next week, it will be Damian Priest defending the... And I don't know if WWE's 100% officially announced this. I didn't see it on social media. Let's go double-check really fast. Um, let's see. WWE, just double-check if they've officially... Yes, they have officially announced it. Can Finn become a U.S. champion? For the very first time, or will the Archer of Infinity prevail against another tough challenge? As we move forward, we got a just awful 24-7 segment. Awful, awful, awful. So Reggie comes out ready to wrestle. And he's, you know, they play the video back of what happened last week with him and Dana, and Dana not wanting to give him, one to give him, you know, it. She only wants to be friends. He says, oh, no, fuck. I'm going to take a title. Don't want the D. And Reggie's out there. He's like, I, I, I need to get something off my chest. Dana, the former 24-7 champion, I need Dana Brooke to come out here. Dana comes out also ready to wrestle in gear. And she comes out. She goes, what, what is this all about, Reggie? And he starts to talk and gets the what treatment. Basically... He's like, I know you just want to be friends and I kind of wanted more and this and that and I kind of tuned it out and he said he felt bad about what he did last week 
So he's going to do something for Dana to prove how he really feels about her. You know, he said, can I get a referee out here? Referee comes out here. He lays down on the mat and says, pin me. One, two, kicks out. This doesn't just pin me again. One, two, he kicks out again. <clears throat> he goes, okay, okay, one more time. And instead of going for the actual pin, she kisses him. And while they're down, the ref counts one, two, three. She's the new champion. Reggie stands up. And Dana Brooke had so much makeup on her face that it's now all over Reggie's face. It's just all over Reggie's face. And I'm like, what the hell was this crap? All of a sudden, Truth, Tazawa, Tamina run out. Reggie drop kicks Truth out of the ring. Tazawa jumps up on the apron. And Dana Brooke Lee runs at him, stops, and just pushes him off the apron into the arms of Tamina. He then looks like he wants a kiss from Tamina. Tamina drops him, jumps in the ring. They all run off. This was horrible. Next up, we got Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Here's my question. They kept saying all night, Bianca Belair is going back to the main event of WrestleMania when she challenges Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. No, she's not. It's not the main event. Title match, but it's not the main event. The main event matches are Brock and Roman, Ronda, Charlotte. You really believe that they are going to take one of those two matches and not have them go on last so Bianca and Becky can? You, you, you crazy. You crazy. This is not main event. This is not the Bianca's going back to the main event of WrestleMania. No, she's going back to a title match at WrestleMania, which is good to see two years in a row. But it's not the main event. Anyways, Bianca enters. We go to commercial. Bianca comes back, and the crowd's chanting for her. Talked about winning the SmackDown Women's title last year at WrestleMania. Put over all of her Elimination Chamber opponents, but said none of them were the EST. And that she's the hardest working woman in all of WWE. Pointed out that uh, the sign of WrestleMania also has the EST on it, and you can't spell WrestleMania without a little EST. Becky then comes out. Lynch says, I give you credit. You main evented WrestleMania last year. We've both main evented WrestleMania. We both won in the main event of WrestleMania. But you only did because I did first. And Bianca has the fucking nerve to go, yeah, but I did it better. And Becky literally looks her in the eye and goes, oh, did you now? Because I walked out Becky two belts. I won two belts. And Bianca's kind of just like, yeah, okay. Like, she got a look on her face like, got me there. It's like, yeah, Bianca, you may have been in WrestleMania last year against Sasha. Had a pretty good match that I thought was not great, but good. But then when you look at what Becky did, Becky was in a triple threat. Becky was one of the first females to main event WrestleMania. Becky won the first ever female main event at WrestleMania. A true WrestleMania main event. I'm still saying it. I'm still saying it. The night two main event is the true WrestleMania main event. Because if WrestleMania two night shows were one night, it wouldn't have been considered the main event, Bianca and Sasha. If last year's show was a one night show, Bianca and Sasha wouldn't have been in the main event. It would have been that night two triple threat. And it's the same tonight or this year. Ronda Charlotte will not be the would not be the main event if this is a one night show. It would be Brock and Roman. Watch why I'm saying 
this night two main event to me will always be the true WrestleMania main event. Now the night one main event is still, you know, that's still a great accolade to say I'm main evented night one of WrestleMania. But again, when you look at the entire weekend as a whole, the night two main event is your big draw match, your big, big main event. Anyways, Lynch said that nobody been able to take this title from her in three years. The only time she lost it was when she had to give it up. And then she says, oh, by the way, today is the six-month anniversary to the day of when I beat you. 26 seconds. And Bilar goes, oh, there you go again. You gotta keep bringing that up. She goes, I was the victim there that night. And Lynch goes, you're the victim. Uh, excuse me, I'm the victim. Before you, I was the man of the people. Everybody adored and loved me. And because I beat you so quickly, they hate me now. They don't give me the love because of what I did to you. Because you couldn't handle. You couldn't keep up. You lost in 26 seconds. Now the fans despise me. And I despise you. Lynch says, you saw what I did to, to Lita at Elimination Chamber? That's what I will do to somebody I love. But just wait till WrestleMania and you see what I do to somebody I despise. Belair said that Lynch played the victim all she wants. Or Belair could make her one again. And I think Bianca needs to win this match. I think it's perfect storytelling. Becky beat her in 26 seconds. Bianca's tried and tried and tried. but Hasn't been able to beat Becky. But finally, on the big stage, the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. It's the job done. I really do think Bianca needs to beat Becky. <clears throat> Dewdrop's music hits. Segment's over. We got Bianca versus Dewdrop in an 11 and a half minute match. Becky on commentary. So Belair got distracted early on by Lynch at commentary and Dewdrop knocked her down with a crossbody outside of the ring. After a commercial break, Dewdrop went for a cannonball, but Belair caught her and hit a spine buster and a handspring moonsault. Dewdrop yanked Belair off the top rope and went for a cannonball, but Belair moved. Dewdrop came back with a Michinoku driver and got a two off of it. Dewdrop then went to the top, but Belair brought her down with a powerbomb, which popped the crowd. Belair followed this up with the KOD, which got another huge reaction from the crowd. She pins Dewdrop, she picks up the victory. Becky looked a little worried after that match. <clears throat> Now, despite this being a rematch that we've seen like three times previously on Raw, I don't think the crowd was really into this match. You know, a lot of times when you see matches over and over and over, eventually when you get to like the third or fourth one, the crowd's kind of just like, eh, we've seen this already. But maybe it's because there's been like, I don't know, three, four weeks since the last one. They liked it. The crowd here liked it. Next up, we got Edge coming out for the first time since the Royal Rumble. Edge came out to a huge reaction, grabbed a chair, sat down, and spoke about WrestleMania. He said he remembered. He said that uh, he remembered WrestleMania 3, listening for the results on his uncle's radio. His uncle Wayne told him, or, or he said he heard the DJ state, Hulk Hogan has just body slammed Andre the Giant, but not just that, Hulk Hogan defeated Andre the Giant. And he paused for a reaction, and when he didn't get one, 
They threw up crowd noise. They played crowd noise. Filled it in. Um, he said his uncle Wayne told him that Hulk Hogan. Oh, I already said that. Um, Edge said that he recalled experiencing his first WrestleMania as a talent. The first time they brought me in was WrestleMania 14. Yeah, I'm that old. Or that's how old I am. Something like that. He said it took him two years, though, before he actually got a match on the card. And he put on a crazy performance at WrestleMania 17. Probably one of the greatest shows of all time. He said, we went out there, me and two of the other greatest tag teams of all time. We stole that show. And we made memories. And he said, thinking of you, Devon. Don't know, Devon just had spine surgery. He then spoke about winning, his, winning the first Money in the Bank ladder match. Putting McFoley through a table, flaming table, one year later. And even going up against The Undertaker. He then congratulated The Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame. He said, I thought WrestleMania 27 was my last, my last match and my last WrestleMania. I was forced to retire as the world champion. For many people, that would be enough, but it wasn't for me. I fought for 10 long years, busted my ass to get back. And last year, I main evented WrestleMania again. He said, many people dream about winning the Stanley Cup, dream about winning the Super Bowl, dream about performing on Broadway, but my dream was always about wrestling at WrestleMania. He said he uses the fans' energy so he can do what it took. And at WrestleMania, he wants to be phenomenal. He then stopped, smiled at the camera, winked, and then kept on going. Basically told us right there, it's me and AJ. It's me and AJ. Edge says that he needs WrestleMania, but WrestleMania also needs Edge. He lays out the challenge. Does anyone in the locker room want to step up against me, the best in the business? Come fight me at WrestleMania. And I'll make you live forever. And I go, oh, he's the new Undertaker. I'll make you famous. Soon as he said that, I'll make you live forever. I First thing I thought of was, oh, you're taking the Undertaker's little gimmick of, I'll make you famous. But I do like it. Edge is great. Edge is phenomenal. One of the best there ever was. At least in the last 20 years. And I'm 99.999 repeated. Percent sure, Edge and AJ. He was not going to say, you know, I want to go to WrestleMania and be phenomenal. Pause, smile, wink, if it's not AJ. It's not AJ. It's got to be AJ. This is a really, really good promo, as all Edge promos are. Edge don't cut no bad promo. Um, they then said the Alpha Academy were banned from ringside tonight. They didn't want them to, quote, influence the main event match. Which... Okay, cool. We had a 12 and a half minute match. It was Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens against RK-Bro. Orton tried giving Rollins a suplex on the announce table early on, but Owens saved him. Orton suplexed Owens on the announce table instead. Rollins immediately followed this up with a suicide dive, which led to a break. Orton then gave Owens a back suplex before tagging in Riddle. Riddle hit Rollins with a Pele kick, consecutive forearms, an overhead suplex, a senton, a PK, and a bridging German for a two. Rollins distracted the referee as Owens yanked Riddle off the top, allowing Rollins to hit a double foot stomp for a two. Owens then hit a senton, and Rollins followed this up with a frog splash for a near fall. Orton then tagged in and hit Owens with a clothesline. He then also hit him with the power slam, 
He set up for a double-draping DDT, but Rollins bailed, so Orton gave it just to Owens. Owens then super-kicked Orton and stomped on Riddle's bare feet. With Riddle now tagged in, Rollins took out Orton with a curb stomp outside of the ring as Riddle hit Owens with a floating bro. However, Rollins then gave Riddle a buckle bomb. Owens then followed this up with a stunner, and Rollins finished him off with a curb stomp to pick up the victory in a really good, really fun match. With that, now the match in two weeks, I guess, Dolph Academy defending against both RK-Bro and the team of Rollins and Owens. Again, what did I say like a month and a half, two months ago? They're going all in with Owens and Rollins as a tag team, and they're going to get tag team opportunities. Sell it tonight. But with that overall, a good Raw, not a great Raw, kind of uh, okay to good Raw. We got less than six weeks till WrestleMania. Let's get going. We know of five matches. I think it's five. We got the uh, title for title. Smackdown Woman. Raw Woman. Four matches. Title for title. Smackdown Woman. Raw Woman. Mysterios versus Miz and Logan. That's it. We know of four matches for two shows. We got to start building, people. Got to start building. But with that, that was what I thought of tonight's Monday Night Raw. Now it's time to just hear what you guys thought of tonight's Monday Night Raw. Remember, you can text into 510-906-1341. Again, the number is 510-906-1341. First, let's check the polls. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 83% of you liked tonight's show. 8% thought it was just all right. And 8% did not like Raw. As far as the Twitter poll does go, 44% liked the show, 29% thought it was just all right, and 25% did not like Raw. And finally, the YouTube poll here, 60% liked the show, 27% thought it was just all right, and 13% did not like tonight's Raw. Finally, let's go over here and check the text messages. <clears throat> as the text messages do go bum 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 person says what are your thoughts on Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens being added to the Raw Tag Team title match we talked about that I didn't really say what I thought about them being added though so I think I would prefer just a singles match even though we've seen it already but I think it's going to be alright I think it'll still be a pretty, pretty good match Says this Bobby Lashley seems to be out of action for a while until doctors clear him. Do you think Vince regrets letting go of future main eventers? Keith Lee care? No. He's basically saying, Do you think that Vince now regretting letting top names go because Bobby's hurt? No. Not one iota. Not one bit at all. Because when he released them, they didn't know Bobby Lashley was going to get hurt in the match of the Royal Rumble. says, I think Austin Theory should take the U.S. title off Priest at WrestleMania. Well, I think, well, I don't know. Because I thought AJ was going to beat Priest for the title. Now I think Finn's going to beat Priest for the title, but I could be wrong there. Says, um, when we get Austin versus Owens, what do you think wins? Does Owens use the stunner if he loses? I think he hit Austin with a stunner and Austin kicks out. Hits him with the stunner and wins. There's no way. There is no possible way Steve Austin is losing to Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 
in Texas. It don't even matter if this was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. There's no way Austin's going to lose at WrestleMania. This could be in freaking Des Moines, Iowa, and he would still win. It don't matter where this WrestleMania is. Austin's winning. Says, Do you think Finn has a good chance of being U.S. champion? I mean, kind of, but I also thought AJ had a tremendous chance of being U.S. champion, and he didn't win either. So, yeah. I mean, we kind of know why AJ couldn't win, but still. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. I want to let you guys know I will be live a little bit later. Talking, or not talking, but playing Horizon Forbidden West. We did a little mini stream earlier before Raw. We're going to be back in about an hour or so. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. Playing some more Horizon Forbidden West. This is a really fun game. I'm about four or five hours in or so. We'll see how far we can get into it tonight. With that, guys, head over to Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. I'm not going to be live yet, but you can follow the channel. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. Follow the channel. That way, when I do go live, excuse me, when I do go live, you'll get a notification telling you, oh, hey, live, he's playing the game. Go watch. So, with that, guys, have a great rest of your night. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Have a good one.